It's Mark. It's Mark. <laughs> Three, two. <laughs> Three, two, one, Mark. Nice. Oh, man. I like the panic that it always gives you, Josh. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, good. <laughs> because I hate you. And with that. <laughs> Hello, family, friends, fans, and fellow adventurers, and welcome back to Practical Heroes with our flagship campaign, Immortals, set in the entirely homebrew world of Eros. Roll credits. Last time, <laughs> with Yuri dead and Merry desperately attempting to bring him back, something appeared to go wrong with the ritual, and he was wrapped up in what seemed to be a strange cocoon, which Ethan and Merry quickly attacked, <laughs> revealing a large black-furred minotaur that they immediately naturally assumed to be Thorgol, the being who had, up until now, been sharing Yuri's head. <laughs> and with Thorgol following from a safe distance. You finally reached Comobis for the first rest stop, and Merry took a brief trip to visit the local temple to Telfon the Forge Mistress, leaving Spencer the small mechanical spider behind as an offering uh, to both the Forge Mistress herself as the daughter of Ambriel, and potentially to Charon as a thanks for his help against the Mirage Hydra. Continuing your tour through the desert, you eventually came across a cave, inside of which slumbered a lone T-Rex, and which you soon discovered was somewhat guarded by a pack of little old compies who awoke the T-Rex. <laughs> With this terrifying creature awakened, you hid in the compies' cave, allowing Merry a brief moment to priest to process? To process <laughs> a lot of the grief she'd been struggling with throughout the journey, and a moment to sleep on Ethan, <laughs> uh, dreaming of a meeting with Charon, whilst Zira demonstrated how he's managed to survive the desert so long, hiding and slowly slaughtering his foe <laughs> before blasting the compies with firebolts to make sure there were no survivors or witnesses. <laughs> During this time, Thorgold did manage to catch up at the cave, and seemingly left a message from Yuri before heading to Kuthwa to get himself outfitted with some rudimentary armour and a weapon, before continuing his ceaseless journey to Kutafet. Reaching Kuthwa the second stop before Kutafet, Merry got her arm engraved with vines and flames whilst Ethan watched over her for protection, and Zira was approached by a man named Samiel, who also sought a guide to the Ancestor Oasis. As Thorgol collapsed at the feet of the... eccentric Mura, <laughs> who'd been camped at the Oasis for some time, seemingly knowing both a lot about what the party seeks, but also absolutely nothing at all, uh, Mura watched over Thorgol and gave him a blanket while he slept. 
Zira led the party and Samia to join them at the location. With Ethan watching over Thorgol's unconscious body, seeing glimpses and flashes of what seemed to be an ethereal Yuri struggling to break free, Merry climbed the enormous sand dune nearby, discovering the petrified body of a large storm giant, turned to stone and staring at the sky. Not all was as it seemed, however, because I'm a dick. And Samiel's facade shimmered and changed, revealing the form of what appeared to be an angel with demonic feathered wings, an intense draconic style, weird ass kind of glowy eye, and a withered blackened left hand. That's my right hand. A withered blackened left hand. <laughs> As he transformed, he explained that he was in fact once a horseman of the Seven Darkest and called himself the Angel of Decay hoping that preventing you reaching Kutafet would allow the Seven Darkest to return and restore him to his former glory. Not to be confused with the Angel of Takei. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm the only one who laughed at Angel of Takei because that was a terrible, terrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you watch this form kind of ripple and change, these feathered wings that kind of blacken, and as he raises that withered left hand and says that he will send you on your way, there is a flash from the tip of the wings which start to kind of ripple and burn and you see this blackness kind of chips away as if it was kind of like charred or burnt, and you see underneath these almost flaming purple and red feathered wings, and as the flames slowly spread down the wings and cover these long white robes he was wearing, they turn into this intense, like, similar colour scheme, kind of red and purple battle armour, almost. But this singular golden halo just stays floating above his head throughout it all as the hair slowly turns black and is just like real gross and stringy, almost kind of clinging to his face. And the head kind of tilts and he just... So... Who would like to die first? <laughs> as I turn the music down. Um. <laughs> Ethan looks over at both Mira and uh, and Zero. This is not looking good. Um, do you have a weapon, Mira? Uh, well, I can be a weapon myself. <laughs> what the hell does I'm, that mean? Uh, you know, I I like I do magic and stuff. It's oh, really th cool. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah. So like I'm I'm the weapon. Okay, can you do something that's gonna like maybe hide us? I mean we're surrounded by dust. You can you do like some type of? Can you of watch as he raises his right hand and <laughs> this enormous stone-like mace appears in a blaze of fire in his hand, and he just twirls it round as the fire dissipates. Can I hide oh, us? Is it windy out? Like. <sighs> 
Not really. <laughs> I can't hide us. If it was windy, I could like maybe do something, but it's it's, Damn. it's um, not. I'm so your Mary. You're just seeing. Sort of. <laughs> okay, uh, Zira. Yes. Um, you have ice powers. That's not gonna work against fire. Shit. Nothing's gonna work. <laughs> um, Ethan just then pulls out his. Uh, Mary's just watching all of this sword. from like. 30, 35 feet up on top of this sand. Yeah, like, I think that the baddie is just like eyebrow raised watching this conversation happen. Like, oh, I'm, I'm right. I'm right oh, absolutely. here. I do. He's just slowly twirling the mess. <laughs> I do have an idea. Go ahead, share. Uh, I'd love to hear it too. <laughs> no one's talking guys. to you. Shut up. <laughs> Would you so guys like to have a drop, snowball like, fight? Honestly. <laughs> we, we, we can throw snowballs. Uh, would that work? And with that, <laughs> yeah. Hey, right now for um, a snowball fight, Yuri. <laughs> in the blackness, there is a tiny pinprick of almost flaming light, and you just hear, "Wake up!" From Shaksar, from the sounds of it. And would everyone like to roll initiative? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> because Samuel's getting bored. <laughs> that is a 18. Just, oh, oh, no. That's not as bad as I thought. What? Oh, what? oh, oh of no. course. It goes before me. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on. Is it working for um, you, Steph? Lindsay's power went out. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. That was the oh, no. Mary's just watching yeah. from a safe apparently distance. Storming really it's apparently bad. Yeah, storming real bad. Oh shit. There's a lot of wind. It's a wind, heavy windstorm right now. Maybe uh, Sarmio uh, has decided to <laughs> hold off on his assault for the time being. Josh, I love you so much. <laughs> like, oh, it's storming real bad as Lindsay's in a totally different state. It's real windy out. It's gotta be windy for Lindsay too. Listen, it's hitting Lindsay. all of us. That's, that's the bond that you guys storm. share, okay? You guys feel like you're right next to each other. This is the windstorm we need. She says fight without her. <laughs> oh, okay. In the game. How, how do we fight without her? I mean, to be her? fair, her character hasn't... Shit, she's got no power at all. Oh, she is okay. far away. I mean, Oh no, Mary fell into the sand dune. <laughs> how accurate would her arrows have been from that height anyways? Pretty accurate. Yeah? Yeah, she she uh, had an advantage Actually, she might have been at disadvantage. It's really far. Intense I mean, distance. It seems like yeah. it's really far. But a bow can go a long way. Zero power on the street. Okay, we will start without Mary then, which kind of sucks. Yeah. But, oh well. <laughs> I got in, so. Look, we can survive without her. We know We're she's the sweet. We know she's the tank. We understand, but we can survive without her. So. For a little bit. Okay. <laughs> oh shit! You both got twenty. Who who? So. I will hear. Ethan and Mura. Hey. Um. Yeah. If you guys, if you want to track the combat as it's happening. Press C and it'll open up the combat tracker and there's a little green highlight on whose turn it is. So right now it's just highlighting Ethan, mm -hmm. but I will actually press next turn because you're both simultaneous. So Sweet. you can either go together Shit. or separately. Um <laughs> what do I want? Oh, like, man. this guy. Um <coughs> Yeah, I think I was just gonna start off with like a very good old uh, Eldritch Blast. Um, 
myself. Nice. So. Do, do, Would do, you do, like do, to describe do. for the listeners what Mira's Eldritch Blast looks like? Uh, as you fire towards Samuel. Yeah, it um it looks very much like a storm, I guess. It looks kind of like lightning with like some like water droplets and, and uh, stuff like that. All the all the fun stuff, and it just like she just like shoots it out. Um, probably makes a funny sound as well because <laughs> it's Mira. So we, let's roll that Eldritch Blast. A ten. <laughs> as you blast this energy towards Samuel, you watch as this kind of withered left hand just turns towards where this bolt's coming from, and he just. Decay, and the second it connects with the hand, it just turns to dust. Oh wow! Uh, okay, I don't, I don't love that. For <laughs> and me. he just <sighs> blows the rest of the dust um, off his hand. I would like to move. Would you like to try again? Um, maybe later. <laughs> uh, maybe in like six seconds. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I would like to move back, though, like, away. Um, Like, Unfortunately, he has a threat range of 300 feet. Yeah, I feel threatened. You take 37 attacks of opportunity. (laughs) No, it's fine. (laughs) I feel very threatened. That's not my Mirage Hydra. Am I right, Josh? (laughs) Five attacks of opportunity in a row. Terrible. Uh, Terrible. Um, Right there, yeah. I'm good. Nice. (laughs) So you back away from the tent. Oh yeah. And my Ethan. liar. <laughs> oh shoot. Bear in mind as well, any rocks, trees, anything you can see can be used as cover. Oh. Wait, let me get behind true, the true. tent then. Um because it's all 3D. Mm. Even though it's 2D map. <laughs> Question. Yeah. I'll move behind the Answer. tent. Answer. Is this, um, what's this guy's name again? Samuel. Samuel. The Angel of Decay. So, an angel, what kind of uh, creature would you say he is? Obviously an angel, but... You can make a check if you want to try and discern it, because otherwise, that's metagaming. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'll, uh... Would that be an action to kind of check? You could... I'll allow it for free. You can do it. Because Mitch is a graceful DM before he murders us. He's so right, right. graceful. Yes. Arcana check. Yes. Come on. Yeah, baby. 21. She. You know yeah, it's weaknesses so, now. Just kidding. You know, Ethan had a religious dad. Mm-hmm. Um, his dad was part of the Church of Daraphiel, even though he's only just found that out. Although he kind of knew. He knew his dad was a, a Daraphiel boy. Filthy mm-hmm. Daraphiel worshipper. Um, <laughs> you've probably heard a thing or two about angels. Generally, they tend to be celestial beings. Um, All right. Usually, the stories were gold halo, white feathery wings, not kind of gold with a sickly green tinge to it and flaming wings. But who knows? Hmm. Ethan will. Uh... <laughs> You know, looking at him and sizing him, uh, Ethan will like kind of cross his arm over, like over his uh, his chest, put his head down, and say, "Raphael, 
If you're out there, protect me. And cast protection Whoa. from evil and good. <laughs> nice. Okay. Which gives disadvantage to hit you, does it not? It is. The target, um... The protection grants several benefits. Creatures of those types have been dis, uh, have disadvantage on attack rolls against a target. The target also cannot be charmed, oh, frightened, or possessed by them. Cool. And it's celestials, fiends, and undead. Celestials, elementals, aberrations, fae, fiends, and right. undead. Oh, it does have fae. Cool. Okay. Does that end your turn? Um, and then I will bonus action um, dodge. Bonus action dodge. Aha. <laughs> Every time. Yes. Um, in that case, Samiel is going to detect evil and good. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'll leave that as a fun surprise for later. Instead, he's oh, going thanks. to. I hate that. <laughs> He's gonna do a little fly. Um, seeing as you attacked him. Me? Actually, wait, no. He's gonna go for you because he knows the Why? people that the people are mad at. <laughs> he knows who to kill and then there's like three new people that he might as well also kill. So, dodge gives him disadvantage, yes? Yes. And protection from evil and good also gives him disadvantage, and we run with stacking here, so it's disadvantage minus one. Because I'm Sweet. cool like that. It is it is up to a maximum of five though, just in case you're internally freaking out at the possibilities of stacking advantage, Steph. <laughs> um, yes, that does seem a little the one scary time, to me. The one time I did it with the plus twos and had no cap, my Curse of Strahd group managed to get up to like advantage plus twelve, and I said I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled like 40 something <laughs> because he Jesus. rolled like six it was disgusting <laughs> uh, so Samuel is going to flap towards Ethan just passing straight over Thorgol and he just swings with this mace with disadvantage the foot Jesus Christ okay that die's gone hey I flew out my hand and across you... my room Mitch did he say he flew over Thorgol Yes, and Thorgol's at what the moment I... still unconscious. Okay. Um, that's a natural one minus one, so zero <laughs> yeah. to hit Ethan. Sweet. As he swings and you just duck out the way, <laughs> and you hear a tut of annoyance as you stand up and you're like, <laughs> and you realize the mace is coming back from the other side. Oh man. Um. Oh, goddamn disadvantage. Uh, oh, okay, so the lowest was a 10, so 17 to hit. It hits. <laughs> um, As a reaction, I'm going to use cool. uh, Uncanny Dodge, too. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's 1d6 and 2d8. Thank you. My my floor person just got my die for me. Um, floor, floor, floor person, Mitch. She is wow. a human being. Call her that. 
Um, it really doesn't help that the number's rubbing off of that one. That's a three. Cool. So, Ethan, as you're like, <laughs> I dodged it. The mace comes back from the other side and just cracks you in the back of the head. You take... 10 points of bludgeoning damage and 5 points of necrotic damage. So 15 total, halved because of uncanny dodge, to 7 points of damage. Sweet. I take it. <laughs> um... And that will end his turn for now. Ooh, the map disappeared for a second. That was fun. <laughs> so, Jord, yeah. it's up to you to decide what you would like to do, but um, your eyes do flicker open, and you may decide how you progress from here, and okay. as whom. <laughs> okay. Um, hearing the commotion... Uh, they just set up, seeing what's going on. Uh, well, looks like it's time to... And he kind of cracks his neck. Take out the garbage. Uh, and bonus go, action... <laughs> Alright, thank you. Uh, as a bonus action, you watch, you can see this kind of black ethereal energy kind of wash over him as... Uh, his fur begins to change to white and it appears he grows another set of horns as I'm going to use my form of dread. Um, nice. So I gain one d10 of temporal <laughs> As the fur just slowly bleaches white. <laughs> Whopping five total. Nice. When I add the plus Hey man, it, so. temp and HP then, is temp HP. Yeah. And then, as an action, uh, that black pulse, as it kind of finishes transforming his body, is going to shoot forward towards uh, Samael as I use my divine uh, channel divinity to cast Abysmal Pulse. And he needs to make a constitution saving throw, I think. Uh, yeah, constitution saving throw. I think it is 15. for the Abyssal Pulse, yeah. Yeah. Using one of my custom paladin subclasses. But we can reveal that oath later. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's the DC? 15. 20! Huh? <laughs> that was a 20 from me. Okay, he takes half damage on a success. So... So as this pulse emanates out from you, you see the head start to turn, he starts to turn that withered hand towards it, and you see, like, some of this wave just crackers... crackers? Crackles and crumbles into dust, but some of it still manages to wash around the hand. Uh, blast him back a bit, you see the hair kind of fly back. Eight, he takes yeah. whatever half of 21 is. Oh, 21, nice. Because it's... So it'd be 10. Yeah, because it's plus my power. And it's... Yeah. What type of damage? Necrotic. Necrotic. Cool. And then, question, Mitch. Does Answer. that, because it was a saving throw, count as, be, like, getting hit? No. Okay. I Wait, was just going to ask. As him getting says, hit or you getting hit? As him getting hit. Yeah, no, he got hit. Okay. I'll so, he needs, if, okay, uh... Then he needs to make me a wisdom saving throw also, please. 
Uh, wisdom saving throw. Uh, fifteen. No, nineteen. So, damn it! Damn it! So he beat it. Okay, that's fine. That was uh, on each of my turns. If I hit a creature, you can force it to make a wisdom saving throw, or and if he failed, he'd be frightened of me till my next end of my next turn. Yes, that's from the form of dread, dread benefit. That would have been so cool. Zero. Okay. As uh, you watch this question. minotaur just slowly rise from the ground and just explode energy. <laughs> Am I in the uh, eyesight of, of Samuel? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got yeah. eyeline. Okay. Um, I guess the first thing that I'd like to do is uh, cast True Strike. As a cantrip. Okay. Um, so that's your action? Yes. And then, um, can I can I hide as a bonus action? Uh, you are a rogue, aren't you? Yes, I am. So you should have uh, that ability, I believe. Yes, let's go ahead and use cutting action, and let's hide somewhere uh, that I won't be seen. Uh, so within uh, range of you, you could hide behind the tent that Mira's also currently hiding behind, or there's rocks right next to Jimmy Choo that you could oh, easily nah, get. Nah, Jimmy Choo's the distraction. I'm, I'm gonna hide behind, uh, next to Mira. Okay. You can move yourself on the map, BT Dubs. Oh, sweet. Gotcha. Sweet. And now, uh, and my turn. Cool. Ethan, as he's just swinging this mace at you. <laughs> the uh, protection from good and evil is a concentration yes. up to 10 minutes. So yes. did I have to roll anything so after I got you need hit? to make a, yes, you needed to make a constitution saving throw. Jord, the abyssal pulse, is it creatures of your choice yes. or is it everyone in that radius? Because otherwise that also would have hit Ethan. <laughs> I think it's so I got an 18 on that, by the way. Cool, so you're still concentrating. Okay. Because that's oh, higher than it's... the damage you took. Well, here's okay. for playtesting, Mitch. Uh, you don't really specify. You're not specify. <laughs> you just say, as say? an action, you it says, as an action, you present your holy symbol and send a pulse of necrotic energy towards foes. Creatures must make a constitution saving throw or take 2d10 plus your paladin level necrotic damage on a failed saving throw or half as much on a success. What's the shit? Does it mention a radius or a range? It, actually, now that I look at it, it doesn't. Fun. So it would probably be 30 feet. Um, and it should be everyone. Oh, here we go. Radius. I, hold on. Uh, hostile creatures. Or were you just looking at the snippet? I was looking at the snippet, sorry. So, as an action, you present your symbol, send a pulse of necrotic energy. Hostile creatures within 30 feet of you. So, hostile creatures. So, technically, is Ethan still hostile to Thorgol? <laughs> Heck yeah! Okay, Ethan's gonna make the saving throw then against the Abyssal Pulse. Alright. Constitution saving throw? Yeah, 15. Oh! <laughs> I got a 9. Uh, so it was 21 points of necrotic damage, my good sir. Holy oh, shnikes! No. 
and another constitution saving throw to maintain oh, concentration yeah. Shit, and protection. This is not Orgle. helping my case right now. Don't kill the Orgle. Alright, and then um, <laughs> another constitution saving throw for the concentration. Yes. Would he have advantage at all? That no, is 16. So it was less than the um, damage, correct? It does not. No, that's more because it's half the damage taken, so you still maintain concentration. Sweet. The reason I ask is because Thorgol's technically a fey, so I didn't know if he'd have advantage on the saving throw. I don't think... Does he have advantage on saving throws against magic from um, creatures from protection from good and evil? Bear with me one moment. I thought he just can't be charmed. And they have disadvantage um, to hit him. Oh, shit. If, well, fuck, he needs to make a wisdom... No, actually, you don't need to because he can't be frightened, so you're good. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. targets also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them if the target is okay. So it says, it says, if the target is already charmed, frightened, or possessed by such creature, the target has advantage on any new saving throws against the re re relevant effect. Yeah, so that's all fine. That's all fine. Now you may proceed with your turn. <laughs> Bogus. All right. Oh, um, Ethan, before you as go. As this wave of intense, murderous intent washes over you and it hurts. <laughs> You're like frantically And then I look over and try to identify where that's coming from. I have something. Let me do. I, I can help you, kind of. What do you, what do you got? Okay, uh, I would like to twin. Show me what you got. I would like to twin cast haste on uh, Ethan and on Thorgal. Nice. So it's a plus two to AC. Um, your speed is doubled. You have advantage on dexterity saving throws, and you gain an additional action on each of its turns. Can which can only be used for attack, which is one weapon attack only. Mm -hmm. Dash, disengage. <laughs> Dash, disengage, hide, yeah. How much does it increase our AC by? By, by two. two. So it increases our AC by two, gives us double speed, as well mm -hmm. as, what was the, um, the other two? Ad Go for it, advantage Steph. on dexterity saving throws and you gain an additional action on each of your turns sweet so for me it just and that needs action is for rolls. one single weapon yeah, attack gotcha. uh, or dash disengage hide use an object okay. what does it look like as Mura casts haste on these guys so, uh, we, yeah. so if we were to use attack we can't use attack again Obviously, or we can. That's no, an extra can. attack. Okay, gotcha. So it's a so plus you one use action. So attack attacking make or those yeah. extra things. So gotcha. Sweet. All right. What does the haste look like? Uh, she's as like, it starts happening, holds out her hands, and it looks like like water rippling, and it just like hits them, kind of like a wave, um, like an illusionary wave, it just crashes into nice. them. And she's like, "Good luck." Uh, I would also like to move <laughs> much farther away. <laughs> Much further away. <laughs> 10, 15, 20, 25. Ah, I'm good! <laughs> I like to think that the zigzagging isn't just happening on the map, it's Mira literally I just running and zigzagging, yeah. stopping, turning, stopping, turning. She's like, they can't hit me if I run in a zigzag <laughs> and then hide behind a rock slash dream. And Ethan, so e as you feel this wave of energy, what would you like to do? Uh, Ethan like realizes the energy hit him, and he's like, "I don't know what just happened, but I'm feeling really good." And then uh, Ethan, um, I feel good. Um, 
Ethan will. I'm feeling juicy. <laughs> um, in that moment, Ethan will lift up his hand with the Stop ring himself. and uh, cast Entangle. Nice. Just a strength saving throw. It is a strength saving throw, yes. Sixteen. Guess he passed. <laughs> it's uh yeah, because it says strength of fourteen, so as um like the sand starts to kind of ripple and twist up around his legs and he just reaches down with that withered left hand and taps it with one finger and you watch as it starts to like almost that consistency of quicksand and just melts away. Mm. And then and he uh, just smiles and goes back to twirling the mace. <laughs> well, damn. Um, Ethan will then. You do still have um, your haste action. <laughs> yes, and my bonus action. Um, yes, and my movement. So Ethan will, like, kind of like upset the fact that he's just kind of just pushing all his attacks away and anyone else's attacks away. Ethan will. Uh, go into like a overhunched stance with his hand on his um blade on his uh what the hell is this thing right anime music of starts. life stealing he will hit a bonus action of concentration and then swing with steady his aim? sword steady aim yep that's what i meant to say nice. My bad. steady <laughs> aim and then swing swing One. Oof. And that is two. So 19. Will hit. It hit? Yep. So then he will take six points of damage. Plus my 46. Oh, yeah, for the sneak attack because of advantage. For sneak Fuck. attack. And that's an extra <laughs> 19 points of damage. Oh. Plus, I get temporal well activated through the uh, sneak attack, so then I also get my uh, time fragment. He, he decays. Needs he needs to make a save. Like but yes. He needs to make his. Uh, nice, you've done 35 damage to him in. No, you haven't. That's my overall total damage done to him. Um, <laughs> I can math. Be 25. You've done 25 damage to him, though, in one round. Yep. <laughs> um, awesome. And he needs to make a uh, constitution yep. saving throw. Ooh. What's your DC? I believe it was 13. So, you... You kind of spring forwards with the rapier, just hoping to hit somewhere, and it just goes straight through the side of his neck. And he just kind of looks down at you with this horrible grin and just... Oh, please, did you really... And you see this, like, really intense look of, like, 
confusion and frustration as the veins around where the impact is start to turn black and then almost sand-coloured as sand starts to run down the blade of the rapier as you pull it out and you gain a time fragment. Sweet! And Ethan uh, looks up at him and kind of just gives him a nice And he just smirk. spits out a <laughs> mouthful of sand. <laughs> now, I don't gain any healing. He hates or sand. Healing. It's coarse, rough, 20, irritating, right? and gets everywhere. Yes. <laughs> That's only on a 20, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sweet, does that sweet. end your turn? And uh, I have no other actions. Wait, do I? I had already in it. Uh, I did. I used the extra action from her haze, and then the bonus action was steady aim. So, mm-hmm. and I can't move now because I did steady aim. So we're good. Yes. In that case, as he just raises that withered left hand to his neck and is just kind of rubbing the way you stabbed him through with the rapier, he just. Ah, you're starting to annoy me. Decay! And he taps you on the forehead with that withered hand, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Now, do I have advantages on on these saving throws? Uh, shit, it does you have advantage. I, and he has disadvantage on anything towards me, right? Yeah, that's on an attack. Let me that's just double check the <clears throat> Because this is a saving throw from you. Yeah not uh, an attack roll from him, so he doesn't roll anything, it's just you. Yeah, it does say target yeah, has advantage on though. any new saving. Yeah, that's to end... Their... That's to end charmed, frightened, or possessed. Gotcha, okay. So, yeah, it's just a normal saving throw from you. Okay. Of the Let's constitution... And which saving throw am I doing here? Constitution? Con save. Alright. So I got a 16. 16. You feel this horrific energy just pulse through your body as you feel like every part of you is starting to wither and decay Mm. as you take. Me no likey. Oh shit, son, that's a lot of Uh, aches. I'm dead. Oh god! Oh god! 24 points of necrotic damage, and your hit point maximum is reduced by 24. Okay, and I cannot... I cannot... Because this is not a physical hit, so there's no way of dodging this, right? No uncanny dodge on that Uh, reaction. What's the specific on uncanny dodge? Uh, It's a saving throw, I think. Like, you can... Because I'm pretty sure you can with, like, fire. Yeah, it's any time you take Yeah, if you see yeah. an attack, as long when as you can see the you can attack. see hits you with an attack. Yeah. So I don't think I can see yeah, that attack. Yeah, this counts as an attack. Does it? You can see it's, the attacker, it's effectively though. Like, um, it's effectively like a touch spell attack. Okay. It's not actually a spell, but it is. he's touching you to attack you with this energy, so I'll allow it. Okay, so then I use Uncanny Dodge on this and have that damage. Okay. So you take 12 points of damage and your hit point maximum is reduced by 12. Oh shoot! How can I? How do I do that? Is there like a temporary reduction on the max HP? I don't think so, but I do have your max HP noted down okay. in case you forget that it. Works. If you, but also, if you it's easy on, to remember because it's one away from the funny number. If you click on and open up the HP thing, there is a max HP modifier and override max HP. Oh yeah, I see that. Mm. 
So if you put it in override max HP, you can put that 12 there. Smart man. And then it won't be... You can take it off later if you need to. Okay. So then um, what was the reduction on that? 12 HP as well? 12, yes. And yes, and you need to make another constitution saving throw. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> Thorgol. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Thorgol, as no. you're close enough to see this... <laughs> Alright, Oh god, I'm sorry, that just got me. No, thank you. <laughs> that had very big mirror energy, so oh, I see that I'm already running off on you. Uh, <laughs> I got an 18 on that con save. Uh, 18, nice. Mm. So you maintain concentration. Uh, okay, sorry. Thorgol. Yeah. As you're close enough to be seeing this, and not in the middle of running away, <laughs> you see, like, as the finger taps him on the forehead, you see there is a second where it literally sinks through the skin of his forehead and retracts. There's no mark or any visible spot, but you definitely saw that finger enter his head, at least. As he said, decay. And you watch as Ethan's skin turns even more grey for a moment. And you see, like, the knees start to buckle, but he catches himself. A couple of bits of hair just kind of fall loose and slowly drift to the ground. Thorgol. Yeah. It's your um, turn. Cool. Uh, Thorgol is going to... As seem... Ethan's just decaying. Is <laughs> yeah. uh, gonna run up behind... And he'll say, kind of, as he gets close, Hey, old man, still think you can run and gun with the best of them? And then I'm going to take a swing with the longsword. Yeah. This just super dinged up. Yeah. <laughs> secondhand longsword. <laughs> uh, that is a fucking 23 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, and I'm gonna, as I do, kind of, like, pull it out to swing at him. Uh, you see that Thorgal kind of slashes his hand just a little bit, getting a little bit of blood on the blade, and I'm gonna burn a Divine Smite as well. Nice. Uh, so that... What does Thorgal's Divine Smite look like? That was the blood on the, on the sword kind of charges, and... Any other effects or anything, or just... Um, blood on the blade. Just a little bit of glowing. A little bit of glowing. Nice. Uh, so that first <laughs> is 13 points of damage from the longsword. Uh, uh -huh. Sorry, 15. Uh, I get a plus two for dueling fighting style. That should be added automatically into your damage bonus. Uh, it didn't look like it was, but we can say 13, that's fine. And Which then, is why it's a plus 5, because you don't have 20 in strength, do you? Uh, I have 16. Yeah, so it'll be added the plus 2, because 16 is plus 3. So then it'll be a plus 2 for dueling, which is why it's 8 plus ah, 5. Gotcha, okay, cool. So 13. Uh, and then on top of it, he's going to take 3d8 of necrotic damage, which I'll roll. And that is, nice. ooh, good rolls. Uh, 16 points total. As uh, he slashes him with the sword, the blood on the blade kind of <clears throat> pulses out and solidifies and looks like spikes in a sense as it penetrates. Nice. 
Ah. As he kind of yeah. turns to meet you in whatever shit talking you're doing, opens his mouth to talk and the blade just right into the neck, just below where the rapier piercing was, and he just and uh, he needs to make another wraps wisdom the hand around the blade. Uh huh. That is an eight. Altogether? Yes. He is frightened of me until the end of my next turn. So, as the blade sinks into his neck, you watch as he wraps a hand around. There's a brief moment where he's like, just kidding. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. And wrenches the blade out of his throat. But you do still have your haste. Oh shit, I do. Fuck yeah. Um... As Mira's just celebrating from behind the tent. Yes. You could do more stuff. Wait, so I'm behind a tree and a rock now. So the haste oh, action oh, yeah. is only a weapon attack. Attack, one single attack. Dodge, dash, disengage, use an object if I remember correctly. So not, I can't use like dodge, a can't Dip, dab, and dodge. No. Okay. Uh, no. No? Okay. Uh, well, technically... I guess? Or is it... No, because that's not technically the attack action. I mean... Hmm. But it's a to... spell attack. Yeah, so, and so it would use that. So I'm... I'm... I'll allow it, because I don't see why you couldn't. Okay. Um... And then I'll just check it up in between. Okay. I'm pretty sure you can't, but I'll allow it mostly because it's a cantrip. They're not exactly okay. game-breaking. Game yeah. Uh... Yeah, uh, as he pushes Thorgal's blade kind of out of his neck, uh, his Thorgal's free hand, the white fur begins to morph and change his arm to look like a tentacle as he swings it, uh, as I use tendrils of the old one. Oh, fuck, that was almost a natural 20. Uh, 21 total, though. Hits. Cool. That is going to be a total of... Seven points of force damage. Oh, twice. Seven Sorry. Force damage. No, I count two. Oh yeah, so it is. I have two attacks with it. Uh, I'll leave it at one. I think I think I typed that in wrong when I was copying it over. Okay. So how much damage did you do? Uh, seven points. Seven. And, um, and, well, I guess he doesn't need him to make a wisdom saving throw. He's immune to frightened, it seems no, like. No, he does seem to be immune to fear, yes. Okay. Zira. Oh, wait, you took the hide action, didn't you? I... As a bonus I action. I did. So I actually need you to roll a stealth check, because I forgot to do that, because when you hide, you're attempting to hide. <laughs> 19. 19. Yes. Cool. Um, so, yes, you are hidden. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you'd you'd still be hidden if you're using. Oh, yes, you've got your throwing cards as my card slinger. <laughs> All right, so, twenty-three to hit. What does it look like as he throws a card? Uh, you're gonna see me just. Oh, I don't even know if he's gonna see me. I'm I'm literally. He, if he pays attention or if he sees well, this card is coming, it. I see it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm literally going to. Uh, flick my wrist around this corner and send it straight to him. Uh, I am I am going to attempt 
to aim anywhere above the waist. Okay. Mira, you watch as, like, Zira's arm raises up. There's just this, like, kind of early morning mist almost solidifies into a playing card made of ice, and he just... Very cool. (laughs) Ethan and Thorgol, you watch a playing card (laughs) come whizzing out from around the tent towards Samiel and just conk him in the side of the head and just sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Because they are razor sharp, the card slinger throwing cards. Nice. So roll your damage. That is six damage. Nice. Um, okay. So it, it doesn't seem to be as effective as you'd hoped as this playing card just into the side of his head and he just ah, reaches up and taps it with the left hand and it just melts. Alright, um, I'm going to... Uh, can I go ahead and convert a... No, actually, no, no. I, I'm actually cool right now. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm going to, uh, if I'm still hidden, I, I am going to, uh... You're definitely not hidden now. He knows where that came from, but you can use okay, your bonus if... action to rehide. <laughs> or attempt to. Let, you know what? Let's go ahead and, 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 and hide again. Let's do that. Okay, stealth check. Eleven. It's horrible. With a natural one. <laughs> yeah. Plus ten. <laughs> Okay, you think you're pretty well hidden. I'll take it. Ethan. (laughs) Um, As the playing card just slowly melts and trickles down the side of his face. So, um, question. Oh, and Mura, because we're simultaneous. Yes. (laughs) Now that uh, Thorgo's right there, do I get... Mura's just like... Was that a playing card? <laughs> uh, yes. What? Thorgol is flanking. Yeah, so do I get advantage on attack rear, attack roll? Depends if you count Thorgol as an ally. <laughs> I guess... As you watch the sword go into the side of Samiel's neck... Ethan looked over, saw Thorgol, and then was like... We both have a common enemy. For now. And then... That's what he was saying four days yeah. ago in the middle of the desert. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, obviously the, the pain and the suffering that he went through with, with seeing his friend turn, it uh, oh, caught no, him course. off guard. But um, Ethan will then obviously allow... I'm just a dick. <laughs> have that have that mindset that, listen, you know, we need all the allies we can get in this moment. So... Ethan then, um... Yes, you can have advantage because of the flanking, which means you get sneak attack. (laughs) Sweet beans. Sweet. So, Ethan will attack with his rapier of life stealing. That is a 24 to hit. Uh, 24 hits. That will be... Oh, that was a terrible hit. That's a, a three from the regular rapier plus 4D. Ooh. Wait, hold on a second. Am I doing that right? 
It's a 4d6. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's another 16. So 19 points of damage on that attack. And then there's another... Uh -huh. um, he needs to do another constitution saving throw. Uh-huh. Sorry, I was just changing up Samiel so he'd actually have an aura so you could see how much damage you've been doing to him. Gotcha. Um, right, so you did three points of damage with the Rapier of Life Stealing, mm -hmm. then you did 16 with the Sneak Attack, and now he's doing a Constitution saving throw. Correct. For the time Fragment. Ooh, that's going to be a 17. Sorry, so he passes. Six, 17, yes. Alright. Um, he passes with that. Ethan. As you stab him in the shoulder, and you see as he starts to reach towards the blade with that left hand, you're just like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> then um, Ethan will then kind of like run out this way towards Zero Zera. He will get an attack of opportunity. Okay. And with the disadvantage. Uh, two seconds. Yes, because you're an asshole. Yep. Um. <laughs> yes, right. There's my stats. I'm a disadvantage. I don't know if I'm going to roll lower than a three. So, 12 to hit. <laughs> it misses. As he <laughs> and then, uh, it... swings and you duck. <laughs> and I duck and I run towards Zara. And then as soon as I get towards Zara, um, Ethan turns around with like a sliding movement. So as he runs gets towards Zara, slides towards him, turns around, and... Sounds uh, real hot. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, as you slide as through it. <laughs> now, let me know if I can do this or not, obviously. Um, can I no. bonus action throw my dagger of bandolier? My bandolier of elements. Yeah, so I did an attack. It, isn't the thing, right? Once you've made an attack, you can use your bonus action to throw one of your bandolier daggers. Yes, with a free hand. So yeah. Ethan made it to zero, slid towards him, As turned he's around, sliding. quick action, <laughs> throws the dagger, uh, the bandolier. Now, do I also get advantage sure. on Lots this with being next to zero? All right. You do not, I don't think. No? Or it's because <laughs> you, you, you get a... <clears throat> what do you mean? You don't have advantage on this one, I don't think. If I'm next it, to it's the Zera? swashbucklers who have advantage. Yeah, but that's just you're next to Zero. The flanking okay. is from being next to Samiel with Thorgol on the other side. Okay, because it says, yeah, because I was, maybe I read that wrong, bear with me. Just want to make sure I'm getting this correct. Depends, which bit did you read? I might be misremembering, so. It's the um, sneak attack, once per turn. Um, so it says once per turn. So don't worry about it. I mean, it says, uh, you don't that. need advantage on an that. attack roll <laughs> if another enemy of the target is within five feet. Oh yeah, so you'd get it from Thorgol, but not right now because you've already had sneak attack this round. Gotcha. Alright, and then uh, Ethan will throw his dagger. His dagger. Oh, terrible roll. That and was an... a roll for the element as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it was an eight. Cool. Roll for the element. Just because it's fun for the description. Yep. <laughs> Ooh, what's a six? A six is thunder. Thunder. So, 
Mira and Zira, because Yuri's seen this before. You watch as Ethan reaches to this bandolier across his chest and flicks a dagger from it, and as it starts to spin, there's almost like a crackle of... almost like a thundercloud gathering around it, and you're like, oh, this is gonna be awesome! And Samuel just catches it in two fingers in that left hand, and with a crack of thunder, it just decays into dust. Nice. There goes my dagger. Um, good thing it wasn't my second blade. Um, then... Although I think, doesn't it say on a miss, doesn't a dagger reappear? Oh, that is true. Yes, 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 yes. I forgot it is the bandolier dagger. That's right. That's right. So it crumbles, and he's like, ah, shit. And then Zira, you watch as it just reappears on my chair. Yeah, I'm just going to say, cool trick. <laughs> um, thanks. And then. Um, Ethan then will really use like his other action given him, given to him by Mira um, to then expend a time fragment to make Jesus a duplicate. <laughs> Don't okay. you love him? Mitch, are you realizing maybe your homebrew might be broken? No, I'm kidding. I love the time. It's thing. not. It kind of like is and isn't, you know? <laughs> well, that's one why of we play like It rides that really fine line because... He can run out of time fragments really easily. All they have to do is pass the saving throw. <laughs> yeah. So I use that um, time fragment and I will be duplicating myself. So now I have, what, three Ethans? So, so it's two time Ethans plus, plus one. So, yes. So three Ethans. <laughs> As Mira, you watch the sand just <laughs> form up into two more Ethans. Very cool. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I like it. Mira. Uh, great. I'm gonna, uh, Mira's gonna look over and see Thurgol and be like, okay, and she she thinks he can take this. Sorry, Thurgol. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thurgol's just hacking at this guy's neck. You're fine. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna cast Shatter at second level. So. Nice. Uh, I'll use this. And yeah, that's a con save. My con is 16. Jesus. <laughs> and he's also in the area, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, Thurgol's in the area. I'm sorry. It's okay. Nice. 14. I'm sorry. You're fine. You're totally fine. Uh, 22. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> then he passes. Um. Uh. Creature takes on a failed half damage, so five. So ten total for me? Yes. Oh, that's. You're totally fine. Thank goodness for that temp HP I put on myself. You look beefy. I am. Oh, I am. He's gonna have a good. Is that a pun because he's a Minotaur? I do have the. I do have the highest health out of all of us right now, so yeah, you know, you're good. I have the second highest health. So you only have two more HP. And that's worrying. Yeah, I have that's two more than, than, than... Yeah, that's very concerning. Look low-key. No, I have four. Well, I have four more total than the max. Because I had eight HP. Temporary HP, I did ten. So I only, I've only lost actually two, really. My max is oh, 72. That's, that's good. Uh, I'm going to move behind this rock. <laughs> Continual zigzagging. <laughs> and you just see like a very, very vague annoyance as that little bit of shatter damage <laughs> washes over him. <laughs> I wish it could have um, been more. I wish it could have been more. 
Man, the temptation with all the dinosaurs. Awakened white moose. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Man, there's so many options. I just like how the I like how the camels are just just there, just watching everything happen. No, it's like it's a camel. What do you want it to do? Breathe fire? <laughs> you know, like animals when they sense danger, they typically run away. This, these guys are just chilling. Ooh, I like the idea of this. Actually, this is fun. <sighs> Is it? <laughs> you what? If I don't laugh, Mitch, it's not funny. As Samuel's form begins to ripple and change, as the hands start to grow and elongate, his body starts to swell up and he turns into a giant crab. What mm. in are we playing the world? Is it, are we playing Skyrim? A mud crab getting beefy now? Yes. Uh, and he's going to claw Thormiel. Thormiel? Thorgol. Thormiel was from my Curse of Strahd game. <laughs> uh, that is a 24 to hit with the claw. Um, I will... <laughs> it's not spell. It's oh, shape change. Never mind. As a reaction, uh, how much... Uh, I take 1d10 damage, real quick, as, so that's 3 points of damage, 1, 2, one, two 3, um, and the damage is reduced by 10 plus 2, so 12 plus 4, so 16, is reduced by 16. That's really useful, because that's 10. So it would have been 30 points of bludgeoning damage as this pincer. <laughs> and if, are you doing what I think you're doing? I'm glad I ran away. Cool. So, Ethan, you see as this mm. pincer starts to close around him. Uh, Go for it. You see that this ethereal glow kind of pulse and take a very kind of vague humanoid form as it seems to slow down the claw uh, before the rest of the damage hits the ball. Ethan, with your passive perception, there is a very mm -hmm. brief moment where you see what appears to be a spectral Yuri just <laughs> Captain America style holding these pincers open as they're slowly closing in on Thorgol. Oh snap. As Thorgold takes his damage and is grappled. Cool. Uh, so how much would it was it total then damage? Six. So it was thirty reduced by however much you reduced 16. it by, and then so you four. took your extra damage. Okay, so Okay. From using ghostly manifestation. Mm -hmm. Homebrew shit right there. Okay, and grappled. Yes, you are Crappled by the grab. <laughs> I love a good spoonerism. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> that will end Crab Meow's turn. Oh, Thorgol. <laughs> uh, grappled, I can 
attack, I just can't move, right? Yes. Yeah, and I can't attempt to break free. Um, but that's you at the end of my turn, or is that an life. action to break free? Uh, it just says escape, so it doesn't specify, so it would be your action to try and escape. Grappled, your speed is zero, you can't get any bonuses to it. Um, and it also ends if an effect moves you out of the reach of the grapple. Cool. So if Mura was to thunder wave you, for example, and you got moved... <laughs> Don't thunder wave me, please! Be, I mean, I, I, if I could, I wouldn't, but I can't, because I don't have thunder wave, so... Cool, okay. But yeah, you're so, currently caught in a pincer, no escape cool. from reality. Uh, I will try to... I will use an action to try and break out of it. Since okay. I'm still hasty. Uh, that will be... So as it doesn't specify, I'll let you just make a strength check because oh, it's on, a pincer closed check. around you, seven. so you can just try and sure make an athletics check. Fuck yeah, it. that's a plus seven. Generally, it would yeah. be acrobatics or athletics, but I was trying to be nice and say strength that's... check, but sure. Well, I have a higher modifier. That's a fucking eleven. <laughs> no, I know. Eleven. Yeah, probably doesn't you... get it. <laughs> and the pincer just stays shut. <laughs> Okay. There's just a slight um, foaming at the mouth because he's a crab. <laughs> you do still have your haste attack, though. I, I know. I'm wondering. Well, that's. What I mean, I'm wondering if I want to try and just break out of the claw, but just go super saiyan three with the haste <laughs> attack. Oh yeah, great. The haste action can only um, be used for attack, dodge, disengage, etc. Dodge. <laughs> Um, and disengage from his grapple. Every time I say it, dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Yeah, I'll dodge. go ahead and, as he, you know, pushing, trying to break free, uh, Thorgo will spin the longsword around and stab it down. Uh, nice. Right into the crab's that's shell. A ten. Clearly, Thorgo has not eaten much crab. <laughs> <laughs> As the the sword just scrapes along the shell. Dude, 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 dude. We're, we're gonna have to show you how to crack those open when we get back. <laughs> Azira just pulls out one of the shell crackers. Uh, I got this. Yeah, that ends my turn. <laughs> cool. Zero. Um. Okay. Um. I guess the first thing that I am going to do is. So right now he has Thurgo gripped up. Grappled. Right. Yeah, you can just see like as you poke around from behind the tent, the pincer's just waving in the air with a angry minotaur just stabbing at you're the shell. You're just in a very dangerous situation, bro. Like you're gonna get hit by There's everybody's attacks flying <laughs> off the shell as he's stabbing. Um. All right. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I can cause some damage that'll cause him to drop him. Um. I am going to. Ooh, I'm still. Oh, I'm still hitting. Okay. Um, you. I think. think am I still hitting? <laughs> uh, actually, wait. Does his perception change now that he is crab? In the new form, strength, dexterity, and special senses are replaced. 
so... He does retain his perception. Okay. <laughs> so you can see one of the crab eye stalks <laughs> is just looking your way. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. Cool. And the other one's focused intently on Thorgol. I am... I don't even care if crabs can look two different directions. This one can. It's magic. First level Oh, gosh. I, I'm, I'm really gonna try not to hit you, bro. Uh, so, uh, I'm, I'm going to sing the Baby Shark song with Dissonant Whispers. And, uh, <laughs> hopefully, I will drive this crab insane enough to drop purple. So, he still has all of his mental senses, which is good for me <laughs> okay did it did that roll did that show up anywhere uh so what's the saving throw um on dissonant whispers on a failed save wisdom uh 3d6 psychic uh yeah 14 wisdom wisdom 14 wisdom wisdom oh that's cocked uh oh, shit He's crab, he doesn't have his magic resistance. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's still an 18, though. Oh, okay. The resistance just gives him advantage on it. <laughs> but he's reached the final stage of evolution. He is crab. <laughs> Alright. You might not like it, but this is what peak male performance looks like. <laughs> Understood. Just a giant crab waving a minotaur in the air. <laughs> okay, um... So he takes half as much damage from the Dissonant Whispers, doesn't he? Because it's a level yes, spell. Yes, it's, uh... It takes 3d6 Psychic. So six. Must immediately use this reaction on a... F oh, that's on a failed so save. So he doesn't do yeah, the reaction save, because right. he passed. So, other than that, uh... Terrible pain. Terrible pain. Yes. He takes six points of damage because it's half of 13. Um, Can I... Is it too late for me to use uh, meta magic? Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, other than that, I am, I am going to take steady aim. This actually might have been a bad idea. I thought it was like normal polymorph, <laughs> but I don't think he gets the HP of the crab, which is 161. Uh -oh. uh, any equipment it's wearing or carrying is absorbed. In a new form, it retains its game statistics and the ability to speak, but its armor class, movement modes, strength, dexterity, and special senses are replaced. So considering it took the point to specify those, but didn't specify HP, means he doesn't gain its new HP. Shit. Well, that was a waste of an action. <laughs> I was doing, like, normal polymorph, where it's like, well, fuck, now he's a giant crab with 161 HP. Now he's just a fucking crab for no reason. Why not? Why not just be crab? He's having a bit of a crab, crab time. Crab <laughs> when he comes back, I bet he'll be real crabby. <laughs> You really hopped into the boiling pot, <laughs> didn't you, Mitch? Ethan. I'm gonna ask uh, 
Because I hate myself, <laughs> and I need to make you guys hate me I'm too. I'm gonna ask Murray if she has any garlic and butter sauce in her bag. Maybe! <laughs> Ethan and Mira, it's your turns to attack the fucking crab! <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Remember, the easiest way to find all of our links is at practicalheroes.com. Please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash practicalheroes to help us to continue to deliver awesome content and start to raise production quality. All money goes straight back into our shows. If you're hungry for more Practical Heroes D&D, why not check out our weekly livestream on Fridays at 9pm EST, Voldonia by Starlight, over on Twitch and YouTube. That's all for now, remember to share us with your friends, and we'll see you next time.